Sex isn't intimacy. Sex is pleasurable and becomes more pleasurable when you have intimacy. Not sold? Let's rethink love, relationships, and sex. Let me seduce you. You are listening to the linguist of love. Welcome to the erotic renaissance. Welcome to the erotic renaissance. I'm Meg de la Torre, your linguist of love. Thank you for tuning in and enjoying another episode alongside me. Last episode, we finished my Goddess Party series and heard how Lorenzo earned the privilege of giving me the last strike of a spanking I earned during seven minutes in heaven. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I did recording it for you. For this episode, I am calling in the spirits as I am recording this episode in the Western Hemisphere We are experiencing the magic of fall and the witches' season. I bring you a special episode today in honor of Dia de los Muertos. This episode was crafted with the intention of illustrating the beauty of love's bond beyond the veil of death. We will start with setting the mood before we hear our erotic tale for today. This episode features themes of the afterlife, death, and some hot, steamy romance. I'll then close up this reverie of an episode with some final thoughts and a benediction. As I reflect on this erotic tale that I penned in 2021, I remember how I was inspired by a holiday that comes from the roots of my past. As I penned this narrative, I didn't know I was about to experience what I thought was the death of my dreams. But today, right now, I am reminded of how beautiful rebirth is, or renaissance, as we enter the sexy and spooky season of Scorpio. This November, I encourage you to visit my homepage, where I post free reflection prompts every month. Our theme for November is Arise, Phoenix. Arise. You can journal and reflect alongside me at linguistoflove.com. And while we await the rising of the phoenix, 
You can find my October homepage with reflection questions to guide you through the darkness and death of shadow work. It is always with a renewal of hope that I remind you that before a phoenix rises, it must first experience a brief slumber of death. Thus, we arrive at today's theme of the veil of death. As we turn towards our erotic tale, take a moment to relax and release any tension you may be holding in your body. Feel free to light a candle and set the mood for yourself. I smell bergamot, leather, and sweet tobacco from the scent Eros by Stella Lux Creations. There's a fire in my fireplace, and I'm wearing something that highlights my shadows as I speak these words to you now. Let's start with some communal breathing. Please, my love, breathe in and out. Breathe in and out. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe in just a bit more. Hold. And release. And now, please, prepare for a little seduction today. May this story remind you of the magic that lies in loving with a full heart as I cozy up to you with the erotic tale Entitled, Amor in the Afterlife. As Antonio added Alejandra's favorite Oaxacan chocolate and pan de muerto on the ofrenda, he couldn't help but feel a chill across his skin. Every year around Dia de los Muertos was the same since Alejandra had passed. And while he missed her so much all year, it was the chill on his skin that made him miss her more. It was like he could feel her there next to him, barely reaching his chest yet wrapping her warm arms around him. But he couldn't feel her warmth. 
she was gone. It had been six years since Alejandra had passed, and each year, Antonio felt himself grow wearier. His steps got slower, his heart heavier. Even though he was still young, life had lost the same luster that Alejandra had brought with her laugh that tasted like mango and the way she was hungry for his touch before she even had a sip of her cafecito at dawn. Mmm. Always hungriest with the sunrise, mi amor, he would tease her as she slipped her hand on his shirt while he ate breakfast. And now, the chair next to him was empty, and he sipped from her favorite mug, trying to taste the last remnants of her, tasting only bitter espresso. If only I could see her one more time, Antonio thought, as he finished placing Alejandra's portrait and lighting the last candles. He knelt. Ay, mi amor, estoy cansado y con dolor en tu esencia. Anhelo una noche más contigo. Por favor. Diosa de los muertos y de la vida futura. Por favor. Por favor, me permítame entrar a la vida futura. Por mi amor. And somewhere in the beauty of the afterlife, the goddess heard his prayer. And although she had heard prayers like this simple one from Antonio for all of eternity, there was something that touched her. It must have been the tears he poured on the earth below, or his sadness with the sunrise when he remembered Alejandra was gone each morning. The goddess didn't need a reason to allow a mortal into the afterlife either way, especially if it meant she would get some enjoyment out of it. So she sent one of her carnal angels to deliver a gift to Antonio. A gift of immortality. Looking up from his prayer, 
Antonio saw an apple near Alejandra's photo that he didn't remember placing. But feeling some answer lie within the crisp red skin, he bit into the apple, dropping it almost immediately. A smell of candles burning awoke him, finding himself amongst the softness of miracles and the grandeur of a feast, laden with silver platters piled with round purple and red grapes, decadent dishes. Two blindfolded women stepped before him, wearing silver-plated chastity devices and cuffs. They assisted him up and silently led him to the end of the table, where they sat him amongst the other guests. Bring her. A shadow-laden creature commanded from the other end of the table. She wore stunning robes of the night sky and she was surrounded by black lilies. Orange marigolds trailed into the shadows, and the expression she wore seemed to challenge his own beliefs about death and mortality. Antonio felt the energy of the room shift, and as he followed with his eyes, he saw her wearing red lingerie that highlighted the curve of her ass, Antonio's favorite feature of Alejandra. He watched as she approached the long table. The blindfolded women led her to the goddess who gestured for Alejandra to commence. As she placed her hands on the table, Alejandra looked up, and their eyes met, and lust and love scorched Antonio's insides, making him carnal enough to flip the heavy table. He could feel the memories of them at the breakfast table over coffee, memories of them fleeing to get married, fear and excitement melding in the moment they said I do. And thoughts of the mornings he awoke alone. Each memory coursed through him, giving him strength Yet, he found he was unable to move. Rather, he could only watch as Alejandra was helped upon the table. She crawled towards Antonio, her eyes never leaving his. He wanted so badly to look at her body that he hadn't seen in years. 
but her eyes were a fire that held his attention, her fearlessness still burning deep within her. Mi amor was all he could utter as she drew closer, his throat tight in anticipation, inches from him. She sat up on her knees, grabbing a plump grape and placing it into his mouth. She whispered in his ears, Yours, mi amor. Yours for the night. And like her words, broke whatever bound him in place. He leapt forward, grabbing Alejandra. Their mouths and hands, nothing but a blur as they pulled and moved against each other to find a space to be together again. The goddess smiled to herself, enjoying the two lovers, hungrier for more than the feast on her table. Antonio ripped the lingerie from Alejandra's soft body, pushing the remnants out from under her, laying her against a long chase. Alejandra tore the shirt from Antonio, her hands clawing him closer to her. He pressed his tongue into her mouth, mm, tasting the mango of her laugh as she enjoyed his strength again before she looked him in the eyes. Mi amor, I need to feel you within me, to feel filled with you. Antonio could waste no time as he pulled his hard cock out, teasing Alejandra. Ah, mi corazón, I've waited six years to taste you again. You'll have to be patient. His mouth was on Alejandra, sliding his tongue within the sweetness of her thighs. He licked and longed for her to spill into his mouth, using his hand to torment her swelling and aching clit. Alejandra attempted to plead for relief, but it was too late. Her nectar poured out for him. Ah, he grumbled. Mi Alejandra, mi amor, as perfect as ever. And he gently pressed himself inside her while she held his head in her hands. And time stopped for them 
as they celebrated the life they had together. There was no death in this moment. There was nothing but him and her and the fire between them. There was gratefulness for the time they had together, for the adventures they shared, and for the passion that still remained aflame, like the fire that will always keep the house warm. Antonio didn't even see the other lovers amongst them, because to him, He only had eyes for her in this moment, where there was no time, no appointments, no schedules to maintain, and no minutes to waste. And when he came inside her, he heard her cry out and tug him close. He pulled her onto his chest, too scared to open his eyes and see her gone again. So he held her in her fiery warmth, refusing to sleep, but refusing to let go. But as it is too sadly true, time would have to commence again. Where an apple lay in wait to remind Antonio of the gift of immortality, life, and his beloved Alejandra. Thank you for listening to this erotic tale that feels very close to my heart and was rebirthed from the ashes of my ancestry. Should you like to support my mission, you can do so in a myriad of ways, but especially through my website, linguistoflove.com. As always, thank you so much for tuning into the Erotic Renaissance, where my mission is to help society see that being a sensual and sexual woman is something that can be and should be celebrated, and that every soul is deserving of body autonomy and a sexual liberation. That at everyone's core is a little bit of kink waiting to be discovered, and that the sensual soul is a part of us all. It is my hope that you found within this episode a reminder that you deserve magic in your love. Please, please never settle for less. I am Magdala Torre, your linguist of love. Let me seduce you.